Are we sponsored by Coca-Cola now? No, but I invest in them, so I want to make sure they, they know that. I'm sure they need your pennies. Pennies. <laughs> Are we ready, Taylor? Good to go. All right, we're like back. A, we're live? We're we're alive. Alive and kicking. We're back for the third episode of Another Dimension. Uh, I'm Quinn Cleese. I'm Trask Noble, and we also have our newest member of the team here, Taylor. Um, for those of you that tuned in last week, we offered him a job live, and he didn't fire us. He's he, here. He accepted. Taylor, what do you got to say? Happy to be here. Nice. It's only day two. Yeah, it's day two. <laughs> we didn't pay him to say that either. Right. So, brief explanation of what's uh, happening in this episode. We're going to talk about some winter driving techniques and tips. Uh, we might have a few stories. Uh, we might have a guest. We'll, yeah, we'll see. see if he calls back. He's actually he's working. So, um, anything from last episode besides Taylor? I think that's. Yeah, I didn't see any other questions um, okay. submitted. Um, we had a bunch of new uh, views and subscribers, so thank you guys. I shouldn't say a bunch. It's a bunch to us, but... It's more than one. Yeah, more than one, less than less than 1,000, I can say that. That's okay. probably pretty accurate. Um, but other than that, we, we're getting the ball rolling, so thank you guys. Um, it means a lot. It's a lot of fun to do these things, and we'll keep doing them until... Until the wheels fall yeah, off. Yeah, or until they don't turn fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> tell you guys. Tell you you're not allowed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Taylor's been pushing us, and uh, thanks... Taylor, yeah, definitely outside of our comfort zone. Yeah. Um, so what's happening at Quick Transport right now this week? Um, we're kicking off 2021 busier than ever. I would say the last probably quarter has been pretty busy industry wide, especially yeah. Flatbed World. Um, but it's definitely the busiest probably two month span we've had ever. Um, yeah, probably ever. We're, yeah, we're booked. Full and a lot of people are seeing that same thing. And in my opinion, it's got a little bit to do with the election. It's got a little bit to do with coronavirus. It's got a little bit to do with end of year. I know it's not a lot of companies fiscal end of year, but they're getting stuff off the books for next year. Um, and just overall capacity. A lot of a lot of uh, flatbed carriers went to vans when there was a, the toilet paper push of mm-hmm. 2019, and they really are still riding that wave. Yeah. Um, well, I think we owe it. To some people here too, absolutely. I mean, that, you know, Dave's out doing his job. Yep. You know, getting us customers and um, the drivers. Yeah, absolutely. We, I mean, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have customers if it wasn't for those guys. Yeah, I mean, hats off to to yeah. everybody involved. So, to hit on that, we're still hiring. Um, we're looking for some internal office help. We're obviously looking for drivers and internally looking for an operations assistant, kind of like a hybrid floater position. Mm-hmm. And we're also looking for possibly a freight broker. Yeah. Um, last week we did our first contest. Um, the question was, in what city do we rent our wind blade trailers from? Which state? Yep. Which state? Yeah, sorry. Um, we received a couple submissions. Uh, the winner of la- last week's uh, contest was Jeff Bushberger. Um, Jeff, reach out to us. Um, We'll have to get some information, some address, and that kind of stuff, and we'll get you your prize sent out. Yeah, Jeff's but. a long, long-time friend. Worked together. It wasn't rigged, Jeff. You want a fair and square. But um, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, Jeff's a great guy, hard worker, um, works uh, 
in the in he's a driver, yeah. um, works for a different company, um, and we're we're happy happy for him. Um, I think he's got a pretty good fit and happy. Glad that he listened. Yeah, so. and happy. I mean, he's one of our biggest fans on our on yeah. our social media platform. Good so thanks, Jeff. Um, speaking of social media, we also ran our last holiday contest. Eric Panzer, sorry if I pronounced that last name wrong, yeah, um, won the last um, contest that we were running. And be on the lookout, Eric. Um, I think it went out in the mail either today or is going out tomorrow, your um, package. So once you get it, make sure to take a photo of it, share it on our page. That'll be cool to see. Um, hope you enjoy it. Moving on to our question for this week's episode. You want to handle that or do you want me to? Um, sure, I think I can read your writing. <laughs> um, the question for this week's episode is, which natural disaster uh, did quick transport drivers deliver to? Um, and it was, We talked about it in the last episode. It was yep. a few years back. Um, so again, which natural disaster did quick drivers deliver to? Once you listen to this episode, make sure to send in your answers to our Facebook page. Um, share the episode, subscribe, do what you guys are doing. Like, uh, like I said, we can't thank you guys enough. Um, we wanted to add in this week and we'll probably do this going forward, but, uh, we sometimes take for it, it's nice to have taylor here because yep. no offense taylor you don't know anything about trucking and so taylor will ask us these questions that we sometimes take for granted sometimes we look at them we're like are you kidding yeah but this you these are some semi is <laughs> <laughs> um but you know we take just um words of the trade and everybody's yeah. got them but so we're just going to take two pretty basic common yeah. terms this week um, and define them. The first one is bobtail. And what bobtail means is your truck or tractor, um, your semi-truck, going down the road without a trailer. That's what bobtailing means. Why would someone be bobtailing? To go pick up a trailer, to take their truck to the going shop. Home. Going home. Um, taking their grandkids for a ride. Okay. Shops got done working on it. They're taking it for a test drive. Yep. Okay. Um, the, the second term would be deadhead. And what deadhead is, I refer to it as bounce sometimes, um, and the, the trailer's bouncing empty. But um, deadhead is where you are with a truck and trailer, not loaded or unladen, which is another yep. term, yep. unladen, not loaded, um, not getting paid for those miles. miles. They're empty miles. So if you deliver in Chicago, Illinois, and you need to go to St. Louis, Missouri to pick up your next load, which we hope never happens. Which we better not, never do. Yeah. Um, we would go there empty, and that would be deadhead miles. They're un, unpaid miles. The miles from Chicago to St. Louis. Louis. Correct. Then once he gets loaded in St. Louis and goes to, let's say... Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. Those are loaded miles. That's not deadhead. Laden. Laden. Um then he could have another set of deadhead miles from Salt Lake City back to North Dakota mm -hmm. where he grabs his load to come back home. Right. And um, how we use it, um, we monitor our deadhead miles, yep. and we want that to be under 10%. Yep. So under, you know, so 90% of the miles that we drive, we're for getting the fleet. paid for the fleet, we're getting paid for. Um, and the 10% the, the is basically a cost of doing business. Yep. 
in different industries. Um, and what I mean by that in regards to that term are refrigerated, van, flatbed, heavy haul are all going to have different levels of deadhead yep. or thresholds of deadhead that are acceptable. The van and the reefer market, where it's pretty dialed in, where, hey, I'm unloading here and I'm reloading here. They're doing a lot of the same loads every week. You might see that as low as five. I'm sure there's companies that are probably as lower than that. Yeah. Yeah. Unload, reload, same facility. Yeah. Zero. That's yeah. everyone's dream. Um, flatbed's a little bit more. I. And I, have, I Honestly, I don't know if there is a standard. No. Nope. 10 is what we go by. And it works for us. It works for us. It, it might be 15 and we might be killing it, or it might be five and we might be... Leaving money on the yeah, table. Yeah, we might be. Um, but then you get into the specialized stuff where it's not uncommon where, hey, I need this specialized trailer to be down in South Dakota for that specialized shipment, or not down in South Dakota, over oh, in South yeah. Dakota. And um, we can't, we don't have a load going out there. We better send it. Yep. Um, so, so you might be deadheading 50% on the load because that load may be coming back to Wisconsin. And don't get us wrong. I mean, we, th- when you quote that project, you, you price you, it that way, you price it that way, but that's just the gauge that we use. Yep. So awesome. So there we co- um, We covered a couple in that. Yeah. Couple um, definitions. and as we were talking about that, I did have one submission from last week that I for- just thought of, and it came from John. How would you define a professional truck driver? I think this, I mean, we could look it up in a dictionary and use professional for, for anything. Yep. Um, professional basketball player, professional doctor, whatever. Um, I think those are just doctors. <laughs> it's I'm nice, just saying. It's just saying. great doing this with you. <laughs> um, so to me, a professional driver would be someone who takes pride in their their profession, um, who walks the walk, talks the talk, dresses the part. Um, I, I'm dressed in shorts today. Um, I had surgery and I I can't wear long pants, but I would never in flat in the flatbed world. I would never wear a pair of shorts and consider myself professional. Um, maybe, maybe in, in a different trucking field. Yes. But um, if you look back here, like this guy, I don't know if you can see him, but, you know, work boots, jeans, he's got a vest on, flannel shirt, hat. I mean, that is your stereotypical old school truck driver. Um, And a lot of guys. That's when people were proud to be truck drivers. Yeah. Um, When you, I remember looking up to, to my dad and to, to other drivers, like these guys are. When I was a kid, they were cool. Yep. They're still cool, but um, th- some of that is probably gone yep. these days, but we try to reinforce that. Um, you know, we, we may be a little more um, casual with a, a, a sweatshirt, um, but still with our, our company name on it. Yep. Um, I don't know if that answers the question, professional, but, but pride, in, pride in what you do um, and knowledgeable. Yeah, I would say knowledgeable, but also willing to learn. Absolutely. Um, because just like everything, someone can do it better. And there is someone out there doing it better. Um, but Engaged. If, if you're willing to learn or provide ideas or go the extra mile, do those things, that's, that's what a professional is. Mm-hmm. Um, I read a book, and it doesn't relate to this, but I read a book one time, and it said something on, you'll know who your professional employees are by who's here on Saturday. 
Um, and in a truck, that's not the same concept. But mm-hmm. the guys that are here, um, one guy that really stands out to me, um, we have an owner-operator in our fleet. Everything comes in per- perfect, immaculate. Paperwork, numbers are in the same spot every week. Things are paper-clipped. It may take him an extra half an hour to do those things, but he does it every clean week. Clean and orderly. Clean. His truck is clean. He's clean-shaven. Um, always go, dressed to do the part. Go grab that uh, paper off that clipboard. Off that yeah, this one. Board ones, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's got professional on it, but there's 10 things. I've got these hanging up all over the office. Yeah. Ten, um, ten, uh, 10 things that require zero t- Sorry, Taylor. Zero talent. Um, and these are plastered throughout our office, and they're not really our guidelines, but everyone kind of lives by them. Again, they, they require zero talent. Um, number one, being on time. Don't be late. And being on time to you and being on time to me may be two different things. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but don't be late. Yep. Uh, work ethic, effort, body language, energy, attitude, passion, being coachable, doing extra, and being prepared. Um, whether those make you professional, I don't know. Maybe we're getting off topic, but I, th- I think those are, they're important. Yep. And they're, again, they require zero yep. talent. All you, have, you have to just do, do it. Do it. It's, no one can do those things for you. Yeah. They, they rely on you. And that, that does relate to a professional driver, in my opinion, because it's no different than a professional athlete. Look at, I'm not going to name drop anyone, but I am. Um, look at Le'Veon Bell. Who? And Le'Veon Bell, who was the NFL's best running back for multiple years, got into it with his coach but wasn't being coachable. Yeah. That's not professional. Mm-hmm. He sat for a year. Sat for Antonio Brown, same thing. Mm-hmm. Sat for years. and The tail doesn't wake the dog. Correct. And, yes, they still have all the talent in the world, but that doesn't make them a professional athlete. I mean, and it doesn't make look, you a good teammate. No, and people look up to the people that live values. Mm-hmm. So I guess we might have got a little off topic there, but I think it actually turned into... We needed some filler. Yeah. Don't say that. <laughs> um, I guess the next... I guess we're going to get right into kind of our first topic, which is not something that everyone excuse me, deals with in the trucking industry, but people from the Midwest for sure do, Mm -hmm. the Upper East Coast, out West in the mountains, and that is uh, trip planning slash preparing slash driving in winter months. Adverse adverse weather conditions. Yeah. Um, Quinn, I've heard some stories about you being stranded places. I think everybody, if you've been around long enough, has been stranded at some point. one thing that comes to mind, I was stranded uh, in Upper Michigan. I had a cell phone, but it was in the early days of the, you know, I'm, did, I'm old. Did that so. have snake on it? Like, it was a vague phone. And I didn't have any service. I was up in the hills and truck broke down, couldn't get it to run. And I sat there for about five or six hours, about 10 degrees, you know, until I couldn't really walk anywhere. It was snowing and, um, there was nowhere to go, so I just had to wait for somebody. Um, so those things happen, and if you can, I had tools with me before I get into this, but if you can help yourself by preparing for those situations, um, 
you got a better chance at survival, <laughs> and, you know, or making it to the point where someone can help you. Yeah. Um, so I guess just some things off the top of our heads that we should always have. Um, that situation, warm clothes, yep. blankets, um, gloves, hats, boots, um, candle. It used to be candles. Keep yourself warm. What? You're going to pick on my boots. <laughs> I'm not. I was going to, but I'm not. I can't. They're really nice. Winter boots. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, maybe some, maybe some food. Yeah. Um, bottles of water, but don't let it sit in your truck overnight if you're not going to be in there and it's going to freeze. Yep. Um, so the necessities, I mean, that's, that's common sense. You should have that in your car. You should have that in your truck. Carry that stuff with you. Don't, don't leave yourself. Yeah. Don't set yourself up I mean, for failure. I drive an old car. But in, my, in the winter, I throw a thing of hand warmers in there just in case my car does go down. You never know. I'm not handy by any means, but I know enough that if I called someone, I could, someone could talk me through it. You're digging around or under the hood or whatever, and your hands are frozen. You know, you can hop back in the truck if you're, or your car if yeah. your car doesn't turn on, and then at least you're a little bit warm. Right. Um, as far as equipment um, tools, I guess, that, that I always carry with me, um, in the winter, for sure, I always have a, a propane torch. Um, what do you use that for, or what would you use? Yeah, that for? multiple things. So, um, you got a frozen brake. Yep. You can you defrost the ice. You got a valve that's frozen. You can yep. uh, melt the ice and snow out of that. Um, a, a frozen door lock. There's, you know, anything that gets frozen, you can obviously melt. Um, warm your fingers up. Yep. Start a fire if it came to that. Um, but I always have a propane torch. Okay. A lot of guys carry cat litter, a bag of cat litter. What are you going to do with cat litter? Um, well, you know, some guys may have a shovel, too. If you get yep. stuck in the snow, you can shovel out. But maybe you're stuck on ice. Yep. Um, throw the cat litter under there. It acts like sand or, or salt. Um, gives you some traction to hopefully get you unstuck. Uh, if you're a reefer driver, we really don't do that. But one tip that I've heard is the loading mats that they use to put the pallet, uh, the pallets on inside your trailer. Mm -hmm. If you have extra ones of those, you can throw them under your tires, and that will grab some traction for you. Um, I've never done that. I don't know if you, you ever have. Chains or tire chains, just anything. throw them under it and yep. run on them. Yep, it, just anything to help get a little bit of traction yep. going, because once you get it going, you can yep. get it out. Um, I always carry a, I've got a Leatherman, like a multi-use tool, but I mean, a set of pliers, yep. uh, set of screwdrivers, um, and it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. Cheapo you're, from You're not going to use them that much, but if you invest $30, it's, it could save you. Um, you know, we used to carry fuel filters and stuff. Um, I guess we don't really get into that situation anymore. I think we still throw fuel filters in, um, but, you know, knock on wood, we haven't had to, to change any on the road recently. Um, but uh, the, the player is a multi-use tool. Um, also, a, a pair of vice grips. Um, I like the vice grips that, you know, some of them are, are curved, but I like the flat ones. I'm not uh, recommending this, but, it, you know, you could pinch off an airline if you had an air leak to yep. not, not continue your trip, but get you out of a bad situation, get you to safety. Um, it, it could, uh, you know, could pinch your airline off and, and cage your brake or whatever you needed to do. Um, I have a, a, a set of torques, which is a, just instead of like a, they're like a driver bit. Um, a lot of the dashes have Torx bits in the, or Torx screws in them instead of a Phillips or a, a, a straight head. 
Um, that way you could take a, the dash apart if you needed to. Um, fuses are, are a necessity. Um, the newer trucks, maybe some extra def in case you do get stranded in your low. Yep. Um, fuel treatment. Absolutely. Um, definitely in the winter. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think anything else. I'm sure we missed a I bunch. I mean, you, you've always got to carry your fluids, your oils, yep. your your coolants, your yep. your. Um, in the winter, carry more um, washer fluid. Yeah, you're going to go through it. In in this day and age, maybe like a little battery backup, like not a backup, I shouldn't say, but like a portable battery, where at least you could get another charge or two on, on your, your cell, cell phone. phone or a laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this; it's the world we live in. Yep. But those kind of little things are always nice. Mm-hmm. My dad um, used to carry, so the, the old steel wheels used to have a, a huge, um, I guess, hole in the rim. And I, I remember making them up with him. He would take a chain, a link of chain and attach it to a seatbelt. And then you could take that seatbelt and put it through the hole in the rim. And you could use that as a chain to get out. Okay. Um, it's a little um, more difficult on, on today's wheels. But um, anything you can think of, it's not... There's no bad ideas when it when it comes to to pre planning and, and helping yourself out for safety. I guess uh, while we're on that topic too, if you have if you guys have any ideas or any little tricks that you guys share um, or have, feel free to share them with us. That'd I mean, we'll, we'll definitely pass them on to every one of our drivers. Um, someone may use it; it might save someone's life. You know, it it literally could. I've got a story. Um, one of our drivers three years ago, went to Alaska. I don't remember the temperature. I don't remember exact details, but it was cold and he froze up and he's in, he must've been in the middle of Canada at this point on his way to Alaska. And there were no service people and he had a fend for himself. And I remember he called John and they were working through stuff. And I don't, I think it was John's idea. I don't remember, but what happened was he had a coffee pot and he heated up his water in a coffee pot and he dumped it on his valves and his airlines and it thawed out um, whatever was frozen and w- and then he was able to run. Um, I've heard some other stories and I don't know if I'm on the same thing, but some guys run like uh, rubbing alcohol through the airlines to help them. Isopropyl. Yep. Sure. Um, yeah. And they have airline um, antifreeze. Mm-hmm. That, uh, I don't know, they used to say that that was hard on the valves, um, for, for trailer valves and stuff. I don't know. John would be able to talk to that more. Yeah. I think if you are in a position where you need to do something, you, you, you do, do whatever it. you can. You can replace equipment. Yep. How about another thing that is nice to have is lock de-icer. Um, just for your, 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 obviously your truck doors, but your, yeah. your, your cab, cab doors, doors um, possibly if you have boxes or something. Yeah. Um, if you're pulling a reefer van. Reefer, you got yeah. your lock, so. Yeah. Probably hit on that pretty well, I think. Yeah, I think that that's kind of our, you know, just off the top of our head, that, that's what, what I've always carried. It's better to be overprepared than underprepared. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather pack something that I might not, that I might need, rather than not pack it because I might not need and it. And there's... A limit to that I'm not, to some yeah. extent but yeah absolutely yep. um and when you're in those situations you do what you have to do okay let's take this another step what do you do let's we live in wisconsin the weather changes it could be 81 days snow the next and then 40 the next day okay it, it's happened um but 
what do you do when, hey, it's Friday or Saturday, and I got to leave out on Sunday, and I know there's going to be weather. Walk me through what goes through your head. And in the event that we are possibly dealing with a snowstorm and you have to leave out. From a driver's standpoint? From a driver's standpoint. uh, Okay. So from a driver's standpoint, I'm watching. Yep. And And by watching, I'm assuming you mean the the weather. The weather, yeah, the news, phone apps, whatever that is. Um, And then just gauging, you know, hey, am I going to go to North Dakota? Is is Minnesota shut down because high winds and ice? Um, Just being knowledgeable in that. Um, I guess is what what I would do. And then if, hey, it's bad, leave early. Now, on the operation side, I would be in contact with my customer, say, hey, do you still want this truck? Um, And in contact with the driver and working together um, because, I mean, we don't send trucks out if if it's, if you're in a bad situation. And oversized, you can't. Yeah. And there's no load that's more important than someone or someone's right. life. That's why we, when we go west, we carry chains. We're required to. We, we don't. don't chain up unless we have to get off the road. We're stuck in a situation where the only possible way is to chain up to get mm-hmm. off the mountain. Yeah. Um, if you have to chain up. You probably shouldn't be driving. We, we don't want you driving. Yeah. No, guys yeah. do it all the time. Yep. And there's going to be people out there that say it's perfectly safe. And you're right. It, it, might, it might be. It's just not worth it to us. It's not worth it to us. Mm-hmm. When you are driving and the weather does turn like crap, what do you do as far as like dealing with other motorists on if, the road as a driver? Or if I'm on the road. Yeah. Um, so if I'm on the road, I'm calling in to the office and saying, yep. hey, here's what I'm seeing. What am I up? You know, do I have to get there? The answer is always no. You don't yep. have to get there. Um, but if if weather's coming in and it's already bad, I mean, I I had this situation a couple weeks back when I was coming back from Minnesota, um, and it was it was bad. And that was like no uh, October. Yeah, it was early. Yeah, and Un- I unexpected. couldn't see. I couldn't see. There was nothing plowed. Um, I stayed in Bonduel. I stayed yep. an hour from home. Um, yep. Why? Because it was the right thing to do. Yeah. It, it was not worth risking it. Um, For the people out there that don't really know what driving a semi entails, and me being one of them, you may have heard statistics of, hey, it takes X amount of time to stop a semi, or it might do this, or like reaction time and yeah. stuff like that. It, I've driven semi. I have not been on the road nearly to the extent you have or to any of the drivers. But I know just from driving around the yard or around the block or dropping them off here or there that stopping time is way different. And when you add in rain or snow and or wait or wait yeah. or anything, it it only can be multiplied. Yeah, and they, they have RSD brakes now, which is redu- reduced stopping distance. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes along with that i don't know the 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 stopping times or distances but it's not like stopping your car just be careful yeah you know it's the guy behind the wheel of a semi doesn't want to hit you just as much as you don't want to cause an accident Mm -hmm. no one wakes up in the morning to have an accident right i can tell you that um got anything else i think that's about it again if if you guys have any um feedback on what we just talked about 
Um, yeah, ideas, know. tips, other things. Hey, I, I, I carry whatever, uh, a cigarette lighter because I do this with it. Yep. Whatever. I'd, I'd like to know. Um, Some MacGyver stuff. There you go. So I think with that, it pretty much covers it for today. Yeah. Um, you can take us through Take the us end. through the outro. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, hope it helped in at least some way or another. Um, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Make sure to subscribe. Do whatever you can. We really appreciate that. It really helps us. Um, helps us feel better about ourselves, I guess you'd say. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so thank you for that. Make sure to send in your... Um, answers to our questions if you have or our contest if you have any questions let us know and then also a little kicker here is if you did listen um and you are a new subscriber you will be entered in for a new weekly drawing so anytime a new subscriber is entered weekly drawing stocking cap baseball hat something like that sure um so make sure to subscribe thank you for listening and again the you want the question one more time yeah which natural disaster did quick uh transport drivers deliver to Perfect. Make sure to message our uh, Quick Transport Facebook page with your answer. Like and share our podcast. And make sure to give us some feedback, guys. Thank you very much, and have a good week. Yeah. See you next time.